Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Should I outline before I write or should I just wing it? My answer to that on today's episode of Writer Unleashed. Stay tuned and make sure you have your pen and paper handy. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. So here's a question I get a lot from the writers I work with. Should I outline first? Now, I know that every writer's process is and must be self-designed. For some of us, charting a detailed sequence of events, conflicts, and character motives before we sit down to write the story is useful. But for many writers, and I would argue most, Outlining shackles the impulse to play, and it results in a paint-by-numbers story that's just dead on arrival. So why do we have this urge to outline before we actually write the story? Well, an outline gives us a plan. It makes the, or it seems to make the behemoth task of writing a a novel or a story or a memoir or really any full-length book seem less daunting. Now, logically, if we have the beginning, middle, and end mapped out, we can just, you know, pour everything in, right? An outline is safe. It's knowable. It's certain. And having that roadmap then should produce our best stories, right? Well, not exactly. And here's why I don't recommend outlining first. Most of us outline prematurely before we even know what we have to say. Um, But our writing thrives in that dream space of open exploration, especially in the early stages. So in the early stages of writing something new, we have to trust what rises um, unbidden from our subconscious. We don't really know what we're going to write until we're deep in the process of writing and often until we're deep in the process of rewriting. Now, I've heard the argument that 
Outlining guarantees that you won't write into a dead end or write unnecessary scenes that you'd only have to cut later. Said another way, outlining reduces rewriting. And maybe it does, but why would any writer want to do that? Writing is rewriting. To me, at least, it's the fun part. It's where we start to feel more grounded in our story. It's where we can make it a more tactile world for our readers to land in. You know, every story has its own gestation period, and we never know how long that gestation period will be. There, you know, there's just, there aren't any shortcuts. You don't get to cut a deal. And it's only through rewriting that we figure out what our story's trying to become, and perhaps even more importantly, why we're driven to write it in the first place. So number one, every story asks an evolving question. We write because there's something beyond capture that we're trying to make sense of. And this is true whether we're writing fiction or nonfiction. When we stay open and receptive and not tethered to our outline, our character moves towards some clarified self-knowledge, some sublime emotional truth, a truth that both the reader and the writer seem to arrive at together. Now, it's not just what happens in the story that makes it tick, it's penetrating attention to what it all meant. Our own inquiry is what drives our narratives our narratives forward and outline can preempt that inquiry so outlining can give us too much certainty so number 2 uncertainty opens up space in our story if we're too certain we shut down the creative process invention is only possible when we're immersed in what the poet john keats called negative capability, which is a a willingness to embrace, even revel in a state of doubt, uncertainty, and mystery. When we know what's going to happen in our story before we write it, we corral our characters into this preconceived template that we've laid out for them. And this could result in work that just plods through a series of contrived plot points to a pat, predictable ending. And you're more likely to lean on cliches and canned plots and these off-the-shelf themes. Now, the story might be technically solid, but It's not alive and thrumming, and that can have a numbing effect on your reader. Not knowing allows us to open up space in our work for surprise, juxtaposition, ambiguity, and possibility. So Donald Barthelme said this, not knowing is crucial to art, is what permits art to be made. Without the scanning process engendered by not knowing, without the possibility of the mind moving in unanticipated directions, there would be no invention. So that uncertainty may feel deeply uncomfortable, but it's essential if you're going to write anything riveting. So here's a very quick writing exercise for you. First, I want you to write your name. 
Now, I want you to write an alias. Okay. Now, what I want you to think about here, camp out on, is how you felt when you were writing your real name and how you felt when you were inventing an alias. So I'm assuming that when you wrote your real name, it, you know, it came easy. You just wrote it down real quick. But when it came to writing an alias, your mind hovered a little bit. It hovered in this space of not knowing. And it probably felt pretty good, right? You felt a a sense of, maybe you felt a sense of freedom or this openness, this expansion that, that felt pretty good. Now, what this exercise demonstrates is the difference between convergent thinking and divergent thinking. Now, when you wrote your real name, you were engaged in convergent thinking, meaning that you there was only one correct answer and your mind fled to that fact. But when you were thinking of an alias, you were engaging in divergent thinking. There wasn't just one answer. There was a multitude of correct answers. And there were all possibilities. There was, there was, there was no cap on possibilities. So when we write, we're doing both. Um, we can go back and forth between convergent and divergent thinking. Convergent thinking is really great for fine tuning and editing and, and things like that. But divergent thinking is great for when you're writing your first drafts or when you're stuck in, in part of, in the middle of your draft and in the middle of your story and you need to open up space to find the creative solution. So, Convergent and divergent thinking. What we want to do, what happens when we have an outline is we cut off that divergent thinking because there's only one correct way to, to write the story. And we have these preconceived um, notions of what the characters should do. So we're controlling our characters and we're not allowing them to to change and evolve and and to be discovered. So number one, we want every story to ask an evolving question. Number two, uncertainty opens up space in your story. And number three, there's a necessary anarchy to the creative process. It's messy. It's chaotic. It's not linear. It doesn't rely solely on the intellect. Now, there's nothing wrong with outlining. And to be to be clear, I am not denigrating structure at all. To be fair, without shape and structure, our material is just untrammeled sprawl that the reader can't receive. I just caution you against outlining prematurely. And if outlining is the way you work best, trust your instincts here. but be willing to swerve from the plan. Stay open to the wild ride of discovering who your characters are and what's hiding underneath their surface goals, what cards they'll be dealt and how things will end. If you're going to surprise your reader, you have to surprise yourself first. And often 
when we start out with an outline, we cut off that surprise. Now, think about outlining as not something that you do first and then you're done, uh, or plot as something that you do first and then you're done. You can move back and forth between writing and outlining and writing and outlining. It's it's a back and forth. You can you can move between both. So keep this in mind. Number one, every story asks an evolving question. Number two, uncertainty opens up space in our story. And number three, there's a necessary anarchy to the creative process. So embrace that. Thanks so very much for listening today. If this episode resonated with you, please leave a review. And if you haven't subscribed yet, hop on board. I come to you each and every week with writing tips and inspiration so you can write stories that matter to you and that matter to your readers. For more writing resources, visit me at nancypannuccio.com. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Till then, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.